This is Hawkside Guns Podcast. Another fun edition of Hawkeye Guns Podcast. I am Sean, and with me, as always, is Jake. Good afternoon. Now, uh, for those of you who are wondering, oh, did Jake survive the election week? We don't know, because this was recorded <laughs> the week before, and uh, <laughs> he hasn't left yet. So this may be his so, last, it's maybe posthumous. The, the, yeah, I was going to say, this may be like watching The Crow after Brandon Lee died. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's so weird. He sounds <laughs> he sounds like nothing would ever happen. You know, uh, yeah, so this is recorded on the same day as the last cast. It's just uh, coming out differently. And uh, I thought what, well, I was so excited because, you know, I've been talking for several casts, for several months, actually, about buying a rifle. I wanted to buy a rifle. Okay. And... and the problem is, I don't know dick about that. Uh, so I've been asking like everybody I know and and all kinds of, uh, I've been watching videos and I've been looking at stuff and, and now, looking now, at. I have a question out of curiosity on this one, not to cut you off. I apologize. No, please. Um, is, was this, I mean, we, in the last cast, we talked a little bit about the boredom of the 22. Uh, and I know that you do have a couple of twenty two rifles, whether Six. they be okay, okay, so couple's a little bit of an understatement. Yes. Um did you decide that you wanted something more and bigger simply because of the boredom of the twenty two? No. Uh actually oh, okay. I, I I enjoy twenty two a great deal. And in fact the Lakefield that I have that I built on this cast, uh in fact if you check the website, it's it's there on the front page, uh down at the bottom. Um because I don't write a lot of posts for that uh, particular thing. Anyway, um, I should, but I don't. Uh, I it, the Lakefield is probably, which is basically a Savage. Okay, it's a Savage yeah. Mark, uh, Savage uh, Mark II. Yeah. Um, it is a fantastic twenty-two. It is my favorite that I've ever shot. I enjoy it a great deal. It is excellent in every way, uh, especially since I reworked it. The the issue that I think I was trying to so is one I, I I also had a Marlin 44 lever action, right? yes, 44 Magnum lever action, which works great, but, uh, but it's not a long distance precision rifle, right? And neither really is the Lakefield. I mean, a hundred yards with a 22 is probably even scoped is probably as much as I'm going to go and do with 22 long rifle. You're going to start to get bullet drop and a lot of stuff pretty quick after a hundred yards. Now it's yep. great out to a hundred yards. Um, and I routinely shoot that. We, in fact, we were shooting pumpkins earlier this morning with the 22. And just did you, did you do the smiley face? Oh man, uh, we well we tried smiley faces, and then we tried you know other things, and then we just started filling it with holes, uh, just because you know that's what you do with a 22 and a pumpkin, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean that's just that's just what you do. Yeah. Well, you fill it with holes, whereas with the forty-four, you make the pumpkin explode. Yes, you make chunks of pumpkin. You know, it's a very efficient <laughs> way of splitting pumpkin. Uh, but both of those, both of my what I consider my rifles, are effectively a hundred-yard rifles. You know, uh, I can also put a. Uh, I have a twenty-gauge bolt-action uh, shotgun. 
the setup in kind of carbine fashion with a scope on it. That is also a hundred yard rifle, which a twenty yards or twenty gauge slug will take a deer or an elk down without any problem, right? It's huge. So I have lots of options under a hundred yards. I don't really have anything for over a hundred yards. And, and and I I guess my question is is and it may be just as simple as because I want to. Um, what was the motivation to go out past a hundred yards? I mean, and and I'll give you the reason why I ask. Um, you know, every firearm that I have is based on the idea of personal defense. My general, the farthest I generally try to go with any of mine is fifty yards. Because if I have to try to shoot you at 100 yards out, then I should have just let you go. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so my motivation for long-distance shooting is is nil. Um, because And once again, there's even if I wanted to go hunting, there is no place that you're around here that you're going to take a deer at two to 300 yards. It's just there's no place to do it. Right. Um, there is no fact, 200, and, 300 yards. Yeah. In fact, though, you can do it, obviously, with a rifle. It's not, it's not even legal to hunt with a rifle caliber here. Um, you have to hunt with a pistol caliber. Sure. Um, so I guess the, so the question that I'm coming to is, is what motivated you to want to go further than that, even if the answer is just because I can? Well, I I had a easy, uh, I guess, demonstration done for me we were out playing at the ranch as we always do we were shooting rifles and stuff like that and uh the ranch i shoot at had uh, a fresh range put in with big ass steel gongs and coyote targets and all that kind of stuff and i realized and, and those are fun yes they are and i realized that I didn't have anything long enough with long enough legs to hit any of it. Uh, they didn't have a hundred yard target. <laughs> they had the the biggest one they had was 150 yards, which is a bit of a stretch for like a 22 or a, a 20 gauge slug or something like that. Now the the 44 could make it that far, but there's a significant uh, there's a, there's more drop than I'm used to dealing with. Um, that was the shortest target was 150 yards, and it went all the way out to 1200 yards. Uh, okay. there was like a one at a thousand, one at 800, one at 750, one at, you know, so there's, there's quite a few. And I was like, well, this is crap. Now I can't use the range, you know, like there's, there's this cool long distance range that, that they have spent, which those, those thick ass, like half inch steel plate gongs are not cheap. No. Um, and, and you know, the further are, the further away they get, they, they have to make them kind of bigger so you can see them. So out of a thousand yards the things like four foot big you know it's it weighs a couple hundred pounds so these are not insubstantial things and i was like well i don't even have anything that'll shoot that far this is this is bs i don't want to do that i don't i want to play uh so i'm like well there's got to be a way i can solve this rifle thing because i had everything for like security like uh, i had hog guns a 20 gauge bolt action uh which fired a slug uh, sable round or a rifled slug. I'm sorry, not a sable round, a rifled slug. Uh, I had the lever action 44, which will take a hog down with no problem. Uh, I had I had things for in close to to make it safe. You know, I didn't have anything to go play long range with, and I thought that sucked. So uh, 
Um, and you know, my uh, Buanis got a thirty thirty, but that's only you know two hundred fifty round or you know yards. I mean, that's. I mean, yes, the bullet will travel further than that, but it's about two hundred fifty yards, and that's yeah, longer. Up. But but even then, it's still a snub nose bullet, so it doesn't get as much aerodynamics and spin. Right. You know, because it's it's magazine fed, right? So I'm like, man, I I need a rifle, a rifle rifle, you know. Uh, and there's there's uh, as you can tell a dizzying amount of rifles out there and and styles and makes and models and stuff like that. And I just I needed to get super educated on or educated a little on what that would be, you know, like what do you what do you get for that kind of thing? And I looked around and I asked everybody I knew and everybody had different things. And, and most people around here, and this is the problem that I ran into around um, where I live, is most people around here assumed that I was asking f- about a deer rifle, right? Yeah. And and they're, okay, well, if you're going to do deer, are you going to do elk? And I'm like, no and no. <laughs> you know? And they just look at me like they don't understand, like what? What else is well, there to do with a rifle? Well, you know? well they, were, they were probably thinking the same thing I was, is if you're going to be heading a long-distance rifle, what is it that you want it for? Now, their assumption just went, you're going to shoot something and hunt something. Right. Um, and, and that's not unfair. you know. No, but at, but at the same time, that wasn't what you were looking for. No, it kind of was. And I'm a beginner uh, with rifles, generally speaking. I mean, I'm okay with a shotgun, and I'm, I'm adequate with a pistol. Um, I'm almost pretty good with a shotgun. But, uh, again, that's all still in close. I don't know anything about distance shooting. Not really. I mean, I, I know the basic mechanics of it, but knowing basic mechanics of it and hanging a gong out three, four, five, eight hundred yards away and trying to hit it is a different matter entirely. You know, you, you pay a lot of dumb tax with that, right? Well, yeah, and it, there's a lot of, trigonometry and math that i don't do well in my head yeah there's there's bullet drop there's windage there's dope in the scope there's i mean there's all kinds of stuff and i don't know any of it right so i'm like okay let's start with you know like what so i started with uh, okay i'm looking for a target gun that's the wrong answer do you know how expensive target rifles are oh hell yeah if you're looking at a precision rifle they're thousands of dollars yeah many thousands of dollars um and i went to i i saw a a guy hitting consistently uh he's uh, lives close to here hitting consistently 1700 which is a mile 1700 yeah. with a 28 nosler yeah well and it's like well yeah i mean i i guess but first of all the barrel goes out after about i don't know 1200 rounds on those things and you're just you're out of barrel because of the pressure and all that kind of stuff. It'll just become unshootable after that or un, un less it, it accurate. I was going to say, it will no longer be accurate. Right. Uh, to the distances that you need. And it's incredibly expensive and it's expensive to shoot. So it's like, well, yeah. that's out. You know, like, OK, that's that's what these guys are using. No, I don't need a, a 28 nozzler. So I and then you know the hunting guys are recommending 308 and and 30 you know 30 out six and you know all these other you know hunting oh, the, rounds which uh, are honestly good. The, and and that's where I suggested those to you for no other reason than I know you can get them because they're hunting rounds right uh, well the 308 down in Texas you can't touch them like they're they're gone there's oh, no 308 see, here see, I I can't get a 308 rifle here but I can actually get 308. 
Yeah, we can't get 308, but you can buy a three. You can buy a rifle chambered in anything, you know. Uh, but I, I was just like, God, you know. And I, I shot a couple, and I'm like, man, that thumps pretty good, you know. I, I don't. I just didn't need that to bang a gong, you know. Like a 308 is a, a, a kind of a hefty round, you know. It's still 30 caliber. Well, yeah, that's what they were shooting Germans with in the uh, in the World War II. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a big round, you know, 30 out six, you know, and they're and and. You know, some of them are, are like, oh, you need a Lapua. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> like, you want distance, get a Lapua. I'm like, well, I don't need to take any elephants. You know, that's okay. Thank you. And I like my collarbone right where it is. Uh, so that really wasn't it. And then there was, you know, the whole 556-223 crowd. And I'm like, well, you can't get any of that right now. No. So, like, that's out. You know, even if I wanted to do... Like, oh, you know, I'll do a, a 5.56 build. Well, that's great. I'll build it, and I'll put it in a case, and it'll sit there until I can find ammo for it next year. I'm like, that's not fun either. Nope. So I did a couple of things. One, I started looking at, at what beginners shoot. Like, what's an overall beginner's good good choice, right, for hunting and, and a little bit of distance shooting? Uh, I also went down to uh, the local stores around here and found out what can I get. You know, like yeah. what's around that I could have and and because you can find at least down here, you can find a rifle chambered in anything, anything from two, two, three, all the way up to, to you know, the, the big ass Lapua stuff. You know, you can find anything. You can find three fifties. You can find like anything. And I'm like, OK, uh, let's just knock off the big stuff, you know, and let's knock off the super like, uh, you know, the AR crowd. We'll get out of that in the in the AK crowd. And what I kept falling back to was six, seven millimeter stuff. It just seemed to be around the six point fives tend to be really flat shooting. Yeah, I I. I looked at the 6.5 Creed more, and I went, oh, that's it. Yeah. That's it. You can hunt with it. You could do game. You could do boar. You could do coyotes and, and, and varmints. Um, and it's it was developed, at least in part, for accuracy and target shooting. And I'm like, this is perfect. This is everything I'd ever want to do with it. And the best part, in my opinion, is less trigonometry. Yeah. Yeah, it just kind of goes where you point it. Uh, 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 one of the things, the other things that have kept me out of long distance shooting is, is I I know people who can do all that trigonometry in their head, and it's kind of like, uh, and then still hit the gong right where they want to. I unfortunately can't do that, and I really don't want to have to work on my calculator in between shots. <laughs> well, I'm not going to do that either. Uh, to be honest, I. I, you know, I know that there's a lot of guys who go out there and they just love figuring out thousand yard trig, you know, thousand yard trig problems. I don't want to do that. I just want to hit something like three, four, maybe six hundred yards down the field and see if I can hit a gong, and you know, get a mill dot scope, adjust for windage, and then grip it and rip it, which you can do, right? Yeah. Uh, especially with a six five Creedmoor, it stops. I mean, it's still going supersonic at. I mean, by the time you hit the target at those ranges, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's still supersonic out to 800. I could be wrong about that, but it's it's moving. It's extremely flat. It's a great round for a bunch of stuff. It's kind of in the middle, right? It's it's not super big. It's not super small. It's got a high velocity, and it, it's a pretty big bullet. It's about a 140-grain bullet. That'll work, you know? This is... 
this is not bad, you know, and I started looking at all the ballistic tables, and they're around, you can find them, you know, like, there's there's a pile of 6.5 Creedmoor at every store around here, right, because oh, yeah. in Texas, it's not super popular, um, most it's, people... It's actually, it's actually not one of the more even known rounds, I mean, if you're into firearms, you know what a 6.5 Creedmoor is. But, you know, even people who aren't into firearms know what a 30 out 6 a, a, a 308, 223, 556, at least know these rounds. Unless you're actually a gun guy, you probably have never even heard of a 6.5 Creed. Well, and it's new, too. I mean, it's only like, I think it's like 10, 12 years old. I mean, it's not very, it's not very old. This isn't one of those legacy firearms. There aren't old Creedmoors laying around. There's just... There just aren't. It's not. It wasn't even around like 15 years ago. So, it's it's new. It is in the six millimeter range. You know, it's 6.5. It's 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 not quite a seven millimeter, as the name might suggest. So, but but the thing is, it doesn't have that much of a kick to it. It kicks about like a 243, small. Yeah. Uh, so it which makes sense because they used it to to shoot accuracy and distance right so and you don't want a big kick to it to to get it out there you want it flat fast and and as small a kick as you can get i was like oh this is going to be perfect so i started looking around and i could find them and uh I, the other problem is i am as inexperienced with centerfire rifle shooting as anybody could possibly be um i like i don't own a center fire rifle cartridged weapon. Um, the biggest, heaviest hitter I have is a 44, you know, a lever action 44. Uh, so uh, I don't have any experience with this. You know, I have a 22. Okay. Well, that, you know, <laughs> that's not a center fire cartridge. That's not a center fire cartridge, you know, and it doesn't kick at all. It's not, you don't even have to wear earplugs. I mean, it doesn't do, you know, like anything like this would. So, I started uh, going to ranges and asking, you know, like, uh, which was fine. I, I'd like to try this centerfire, that centerfire, you know, this, this, this Creedmoor, this Creedmoor. And, uh, you know, because almost all the rifles now will come in, because it's just a barrel. You know, it's a barrel and a receiver, so, and, you know, and a bolt. So everything comes in 6.5 Creedmoor. If it comes in 243, it'll come in 6.5 Creedmoor. Uh, so I'm like, okay, let me see what I can do. And... Every review I did, every everything I saw, they preferred one rifle or the other for beginners, right? Because I wanted a beginner rifle. I didn't want to spend a thousand bucks on this, right? Because I don't know if I'm going to like it, but I was willing to spend some because you know. I, I'm going to throw you off for about two seconds there, and just because of the statement of I don't know if I'm going to like it, uh, it, it, I have told more people who have bought firearms from me. It, that you know you are not really going to know that you like this until you pull the trigger. Right. Uh, I said, and I pointed everybody in the store. Every one of us here has bought the firearm that we thought was going to be the best thing ever, <laughs> exactly. and pulled the trigger on it once and went, "Ooh, ooh, no, I hate this. Ooh, this and sucks." I, and, and and the people and the guy is sitting there goes, "Well, isn't that expensive?" It's kind of like, "Yes, it is." The amount of money that most of us have wasted on firearms that we decided we didn't like. It, it's staggering. Yeah. So uh, with that aside, move forward. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I, and, and I did, and I've, I've learned that lesson, and I didn't want to go through it with rifles, right? I wanted to, 
I wanted to find, and the caliber seemed like it was fine for me, and I wanted to to find something that would work. It was an entry-level beginner rifle, but had enough quality that I could actually shoot it and make a go of it at a couple hundred yards. And I... uh, I, I'll tell you, I landed on the the uh, uh, Mossberg Patriot, and I hated it. I couldn't. Oh. I could. It, dude, it was everything. It had a walnut stock. It had <laughs> a, a, a rifle. You know, like the 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 fluted bolt. It had everything, and I could not make that son of a bitch shoot for anything and i'm like well this it it was oh like it was always off to the left and up and down and i couldn't make it do that and the guy was like oh you must be flinching i'm like no i'm not uh it's also not the first time i've heard that about just about anything mossberg makes that's not a shotgun look they make a fine shotgun which is why i was i was gravitating towards the the mossberg because I've had Mossbergs and they're quality shotguns, they really yeah. are. They, they also make a thirty thirty lever action rifle that, from, from from what I've been told, is absolute junk. I could not. I was always off to the left, and I uh, and it was, I I couldn't make the damn thing pattern. So I was just like, you know what? No. If I'm having this much trouble with it, I okay. You know, I'm just not gonna do that. Uh, so I tried the Ruger. Um, Ruger has a, the Ruger American. And I liked it. It was really good. Um, the the it, I didn't have anything specifically I didn't like about it. Let me put it that way. It just when I tried the one I actually got, I just liked it better. What I wound up with, and maybe that's because that's what I have. Um, I'm used to that. Maybe maybe that feel or something like that. But I, what I wound up with was a Savage Axis. Okay. Uh, all of them are kind of in that range. They're in the, you know, uh, at this point, 350 to $450 range. Makes sense. Um, yeah. Uh, it's it's a beginner rifle, but it is a real rifle. They do have, it's a platform, so you can switch stuff out for it and, and all that kind of stuff and, and, and fix it the way you want it. But if you don't like the the round and the bolt and, the you know, the way the safety works and all that kind of stuff, you're not going to like it, you know. I just kept coming back to the access. I I wound up blowing about a hundred bucks uh, in in uh, rounds to between the Patriot, the Ruger, and the Axis to really kind of figure out which one I like. And I just kept coming back to the Axis. Um, there's it it isn't a standout. It isn't like wow, it has this feature and it's just so much better. It doesn't. It doesn't have any features. None of them do. They're three hundred fifty to four hundred fifty dollar rifles. None oh, of them have features. But we've been, but what we've been preaching left and right, if you can call it that, since we started, you know, chatting about this stuff, is it doesn't need it. The, the question is, is not what features it has. The question is, is whether or not you can shoot it. Right. And I, I all of them were MOA rifles, you know, or supposed to be. The, the yeah. I swear that I don't know what they tested that Mossberg Patriot on, but it does not. <laughs> it doesn't do. It just no. It's all over. And it's always to the left. I don't understand that, but it's to the left. Yeah, Mo- Mossberg has a history of making some of the crappiest rifles on the face of the earth, and they do have some decent handguns, but that's just because they basically sold a remodeled Glock. I just, I did not get it. And I was so excited, because I have Mossberg shotguns, and they are amazing. They're as good as any other you're going to get. And this was not that. <laughs> it, was just, it was terrible. And it had all the features I wanted. It had the walnut stock. It had it had the fluted bolt. And I was just like, oh, look how how 
how much Mossberg gives you for for the money, and why would I not have that? And then I found out why, and I went, "This sucks," you know. <laughs> and, well, uh, well, uh, okay. And both of us have fallen into the trap before of deciding that we liked the one that was pretty. Yes, and I've done it many times. All right, this is not the first time you've seen me do that. All right, I, I admit that. Uh, but... N- no, but mo- most of the time these days, which you do, which I-, I wish I could do, which is if it's not pretty, you'll make it pretty. Right, exactly. And see, I I don't have a problem if it's a shotgun because you can always fix a shotgun and make it pretty, and then it's fine, right? This started out pretty. It just wouldn't freaking shoot. You know, I could not get it to pattern, and I'm like, look, I'm not a great shot, but I'm not this crappy. And I gave it to the guy. The guy couldn't get it to shoot either. And I'm like, aha. <laughs> when the range master can't make it pattern, it, well, his pattern was better than mine, but not much. He's like, oh, there's something off with this. Must be the scope. And I'm like, mm, second scope I put on it. You know, <laughs> like, mm, I don't think so. Uh, so, you know, I was like, mm, no, that, not that one. Uh, I just liked the, the axis better. And it, it, maybe it's because it's a savage and I'm used to firing something that's close to a savage. I don't know. Uh, but I'm holding at uh, 75 yards at the range that we were at. I'm holding an inch and a half pattern, which for me is amazing. Yeah. Uh, that's that's not bad. Um, it's not quite MOA because it's not 100 yards, and it's not inside. I think it's one point whatever the fuck it is. I, I don't remember. Anyway, but it's it's not quite MOA, but I'm not an MOA shooter. So you know and, what? And, not, and not only that, when you're trying out a fire, a rifle, no one wants to walk a mile to see whether or not you patterned or not. No. You know, <laughs> no. Not happening. It's like, no, it's not happening. So I'm like, no, that's not what we're going to do. So I literally bought it uh, used, as a matter of fact, uh, the one I was shooting, he was like, look, this one's, uh, this is, uh, uh, at a gun club. And he's like, this one's used. Now you can buy this one, but we do have a new one in the box. Never been opened. I'm like, what's the price difference? He's like, okay, the new one's 400 bucks. This one's 325. And I'm like, sold, sold. I'm like, does this come with a box? He's like, well, yeah, but it's kind of like, wrap it up. I'll take the 325. Thank you very much. And four boxes of Hornady match, <laughs> you know, 140 grain. They're Spitzer bullets. It's going to be great. Uh, so I, I I took it home, and, of course, Buona hated it uh, because it has a polymer stock. You know, it's got a synthetic stock. But you can change that if you want. Actually, with the, the Savage Access, which is another reason I, I like the Savage, okay, um, we took it out to the range this morning, and... He's like, oh, he complained endlessly. He complained on the way there. He complained while we were setting up. He complained while I was setting the scope. He's, you know, you know, he's just, you're going to replace the stock on that. You're going to replace the stock? I'd replace the stock. You know, they make plenty of stocks for that. God damn it. You know, like, like over and over and over. Uh, and I'm just like, no, look, just, just, I, 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 I haven't even put like a, 20 like 15 rounds through it i've just put the scope on or, or got the scope dialed in we're at 150 yards just shoot it you know and i don't know if you've ever shot a 6.5 creedmoor actually i have not i have not until earlier this week and it kicks like a 243 it's it's super smooth it's nothing uh, a little more than the a little less than a 30 30 actually 
Um, and it's gonna. That's not actually because the only honest distance rifles that I have shot have been in the thirty caliber range. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of people are like that. I mean, that's that's mostly what you do. Um, but it just spits them out. God, is it flat? I mean, just there you go. There's no drop at 150 yards. It's just moving. You know, it's it's no. You just at at the bullseye. Just at the bullseye. Here you go. Um, there's it's amazing uh as far as is even with me not knowing what the hell i'm doing you know sighting the scope in at 150 yards uh and it's a cheap craptastic scope that comes with it uh that i will soon be replacing with a mill dot scope but uh <laughs> i you know even that took less than five minutes probably i don't know 15 rounds and i was dead on even when it was hot even when it was cold, you know, like it was dead on. Uh, he took two shots with it and went, wow, this is really nice. I'm like, well, uh, yeah. Yeah, but that, wow, that's really nice from Dad, you have to you have to be careful with, though. Yeah. No, you do. Now, the good news is is he wouldn't have it because it's got a synthetic stock on it. So as long as I keep that synthetic stock on it, he won't take it. No, he'll wait then... for me to spend the money to put a, a walnut <laughs> stock on it. Then he'll try and take it. So that synthetic stock staying on it forever. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I understand completely. Uh, but if I was really surprised um, uh, about not only the amount of stuff you can get for it, uh, you can put a, uh, an AccuTrigger on it. I'm not going to because that's like 150 bucks, and the pro kit for it is 20, which takes it from a six pound trigger to a three pound trigger. And I'm like, yeah, 20 bucks, I'll do that. You know? Yeah. Uh, I'll put a scope on it, you know, a nice scope, which now I got to go learn about scopes and find, you know, but, find... but, see, but see, the funny thing is, is that's to some extent part of the fun yes. is the learning process. Right. I mean, not the process of learning once you've actually got it, if you can't get it to sit the way you want it to, but the process of, of researching prior to. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot better, uh, process than I thought it'd be because it, I mean, growing up, I always thought a long-distance rifle was several thousand dollars. And honestly, if you want a really good one, that's probably still true. Like a thousand-dollar rifle with, you know, you're talking a seven-hundred-dollar rifle plus the optics, you're over a grand. Yeah, but at the same time, the people who spend that amount of money, whether they're doing it for their own satisfaction or competing or trying to see how many millimeters apart they can keep the uh, the, the bullets versus. Can I make the gong? Hey, I hit the gong. <laughs> right. So to me, as a beginning shooter uh, with my first centerfire rifle cartridge, this was a perfect way to start. You know, uh, it's not too expensive. It's all in one. You know, uh, I'll get some optics for it. It, it. it allows for a little bit of, of change up. So I'll get a, a softer trigger. Uh, it's a little lighter. And. You know, you can have a ball with that stuff, and I'll still be out less than 700 bucks. the price of just the rifle for a more expensive platform. But you have to admit, there is one thing that, though, it is wildly too expensive to do, and, well, even to some extent obnoxious, but still, would be absolutely hilarious, especially in Texas, is for everybody out there making the gong go and be the guy who sits down with a depleted uranium 50 caliber and puts a hole in the gong. 
Oh, man. Yeah, like just brings out a Barrett, <laughs> sits down, and just like, hey, I thought we'd shoot some long distance today. Yeah. You know, I mean, every, every, everybody's going bang, 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 and then all of a sudden boom. somebody goes, boom. <laughs> As I said, I do realize that it would be wildly expensive to do just for that, but still. Yeah, I mean, it's it, – and. Honestly, the the six five Creedmoors is about twenty five, depending on what you get. Now I got Hornady Match Gold, which is not cheap. You know, it's it's thirty bucks. Even in today's market, it's thirty bucks for a box, right? Yeah, and and but Hornady tends to make a really nice bullet. Oh, it's really good. They're they're really good. You know, we put them on the uh, the meter, and they're within a very small amount. Uh, uh, as far as you know, feet per second uh, of all the rounds I shot out of the thing, so it's super consistent. It's as far as I can tell, super. Now I haven't done long distance, really long distance yet with it. I mean, they tell me a six five Creedmoor will go out to a thousand yards. I don't know. I have. I don't even know how to shoot that far yet. Uh, give but it they, a try at some point if you've got the range to do it. Oh, hell yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna be out there. I mean, it'll it'll go. I'm not saying I'm not going to. I'm just saying when I get this thing dialed in and and you know all the all the stuff working and figure out how to dope the scope and all the rest of that stuff. Uh, yeah, it'll go out there, and I'm gonna try it. You know, just just because you can. You know. Yeah. Uh, that I I found the whole process really really a lot of fun. You know, just uh, it's like I don't I don't enjoy pistol shooting. You know, as far as target shooting with pistols and stuff, that's just self-defense practice as far as I'm concerned. Actually, actually, I enjoy it for that reason. <laughs> I, I, look, I mean, there's going to be some people who are going to wonder whether or not I need psychological help when I admit this. But whether I'm long distance shooting with a rifle or with a shotgun or, or with a handgun, I am out there thinking about having to shoot a person. <laughs> it's just that simple. I mean, I, I, as I said, I know that's not necessarily a nice thing to admit, but I'm sitting here thinking, okay, that's 6.5 Creedmoor. If he's running away at a thousand yards, um, can I get him in the ass? Uh, <laughs> and, uh, now, and once again, it's one of the reasons why I don't tend to go for long distance shooting because there would never be a reason for me to shoot someone that far away. Um, but when I'm in the, in the range, you know, trying to, what I'm trying to do is figure out how, if I had to shoot a person and, and I'm going to make this just because I have said this now, we are talking about if I had to, not because I want to, if I had to shoot a person, you know, it, you know, can I do that is basically what it comes down to. Sure. Um, so with that sick, twisted admission, um, yeah, that's, that's one of those ones where I, I'm not looking at the gong. That's kind of like, even though the gong's out there, what I'm hearing is, ow! <laughs> <laughs> not tink, ow! Where so, did that come from? Yeah, so once again, just a different envisionment of what's going on. I mean, even then you've got some people who are, even if they're uh, target shooting, are still picturing that buck shot, that buck out there that they could get. Uh, no, I'm picturing the person who tried to harm somebody I like. Yeah, for me, it's just like, you know, I, like, can I do this? You know, will I will it will I make the gong ring? You know, can I can I get a shot over the that distance correctly? Um, now, uh, it, it, the answer probably in most cases will be no, uh, especially as I'm starting. But uh, I got to say, 
man, that thing is so at 150. It is so freaking flat. It's like there's no compensation at all. Just point at it. Just at it. It's just it's it's moving too damn fast. It's well, I mean, you can build an AR platform in 6.5 Creedmoor. Oh sure. 6. And 6.5 Grendel. What the difference between the two is, I have no clue. But <laughs> I, I would guess that they're both probably the same slug with just different amounts of powder behind them. But I don't know. Wouldn't even hazard a guess at this point. I know so <laughs> little about that. You know that whole thing. I'm learning as I go. You know, for the last couple of months, I've really had to to test and struggle with like what do I want to shoot and when I settled on this one it just seemed like the perfect way to get where I was going with it I could hunt with it if I needed to uh I you can bring a deer down with it so if you know if somebody in my family or something like that wanted like my sister hunts uh she hunts all the time now she's got a 308 Winchester uh that she likes to shoot with but uh if she wanted to borrow this she could definitely take down a deer, you know, with at, at a certain amount of yardage. Now, an elk at long distance, nah, Creedmoor is probably not the best for that. It's it's not heavy enough. It doesn't have enough whoomp to it to, and, to do and, that. And, and I'm still thinking in levels of distance because it's kind of like, wow, hunting a deer or a buck or an elk at, you know, a thousand yards. I shoot that sucker. I'm going to have to walk out there and drag his ass back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing, you know, like all the game I've ever taken, if you want to call it that, um, you know, has either been varmint hunting. So you're taking, you know, it's a trash type thing like porcupine or boar or something like that, where you're either defending yourself or, or, or culling it so that it, it, it doesn't cause harm to the beneficial animals. Um, or the, the actual hunting I've done has been mostly with a shotgun and it's been a rabbit or squirrel or turkey. I've done some turkey. Snake. Um, yeah, but yeah, snake falls into the varmint. You know that just needs to die. Uh, but the, you know, like I, I've only been deer hunting twice, and I I got a doe one time, and the other time I got skunked. But both shots I took were under a hundred yards. One was like forty. You know, it's been close, and like I, like a thousand yards, I'm the same as you. It's like, dear God, I don't want to walk that. You know dragging a deer behind me? No, I'm not doing that. Well, And I'll be honest, the only thing that actually is appealing to me to what you're talking about is the idea of shooting the gong, because I can't even figure out with this, not the scope, but the, the viewfinder, you know, where I hit, and I don't want to have to walk a mile just to be able to look at the target. Yeah, they've got uh, uh, spotter glasses. Uh, yeah, no, and they've got them at the range right too. But I, I once I was trying to sight in a an AR uh, and at um, about a hundred yards, and we couldn't f- figure out how to actually see <laughs> what it was that I was shooting with. That it just got to the point where it's kind of like to hell with this. Um, yeah, I I don't want to have to walk that far to see whether or not I hit. I want some if if I'm going to shoot at something, it's going to go bong and come back. That that sounds fun. Exactly, but. but uh, hit the paper at a, at a thousand yards and then have to walk out there to figure out whether or not you got where you wanted to. No, no, no interest whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, we did uh, spotter glasses and then we did uh, a big, like man, almost man sized target shoot and see. Yeah, but 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 how many people were how many people were on the range when you did it? Nobody. Exactly. So you've got one target that you're trying to find. Right. So when you've got a whole bunch of targets lined up next to each other. Oh, no, that sucks balls. The, yeah, no, yeah, I that, would that, never that, do that. Yeah, that's that's kind of like, well, was 
is that is that mine or no is that the other whose is that you know <laughs> no yeah and see that's and that's the whole thing we're the only ones out at the ranch we're the only ones doing that we're we're comfortable we're we're not having to walk for it because we got these giant spotter glasses and and we can see it really really well both in the scope and uh with the glass so that's you know for us we didn't move you know we sighted in the whole thing we didn't get up you know uh, so it was, it was very easy, uh, to do. Now I am going to get new, new optics for it. Cause the weaver that comes with the axis is, uh, honestly terrible, but, uh, I mean, it's a nice bolt action, uh, four plus one rifle with a synthetic stock and it's got sling studs. I don't know what the hell else I could have gotten other than a walnut stock. I don't know what the hell else I could have gotten for 300 bucks, you know, 325 uh, used. And I don't think it had, but I don't know, 10, 20 rounds through it in its life before it got to me. So I I, I was just like, well, this is a no brainer. <laughs> you know, it just really is. Oh, I'm glad you're having fun. I am indeed. I But I do now have an actual rifle cartridge center fire rifle um that uh that i i, I do own one now because uh bono was always making fun of me he's like well you got those rifles but they really shoot pistol bullets so it's not even a, really a rifle you know just just giving somebody crap you know like well, your family it, does. It, it's actually funny that my rifle shoot, shoots pistol calibers and then i've got a pistol uh, that shoots rifle calibers that doesn't make a damn bit of sense <laughs> no not really <laughs> But, I mean, it just shows the versatility of the things that you can get and the way things are, are, are chambered and, and what you can do with them. That there's just a lot of answers for this. And I'm of the opinion that anybody that tells you that they're an expert on all of it is either lying. Or, or has way too much time on their hands. or Yeah, or, or has been studying. Their, they're like this old grizzled dude like in Shooter. You know, they show up at the guy's house and... You know, the patrons say to shoot Still got stuff. the shovel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he might be an expert, but it takes that long to get, you know, that level of expertise and, and knowledge with, with firearms. And I just, it, I'm never going to get there. And I like with that character that they basically showed that he had been working on tiny little mechanics and guns for so long that his eyes were basically screwed at the shot. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, that's and that's what you have to do to be truly a master at this stuff. I'm never going to be that. You know, I just want to send a bullet a couple hundred yards down and make the gong go, dink. You know, that's neat. Uh, I mean, I'm willing to spend you know, a couple hundred bucks to see if I can make that happen. <laughs> you know, But uh, being one of these guys who, who obsess about the way I obsess about shotguns, about rifles, I'll never be that guy. You know, this will probably be the only rifle I own for a very long, only rifle cartridge rifle I own for a very long time. <laughs> I, I I understand because in the worst part about it is is with my decision that you know uh, final. Okay, I'm trying to figure out how to put this. My final realization that I shoot SIGs and that's really about it. Um. Uh, I, I think after buying the 229, I think I might be done buying handguns for a while because I can't seem to find anything else that makes me go, 
Ooh, I want Ooh, that. Ooh, look at that. Because yeah. once I start looking at everything and going, okay, that really looks cool, and I bet you it's fun, but I'm going to shoot it, and it's going to be a waste of goddamn money. Um, and I finally have come to that point. I think I'm kind of starting to look more towards those lever-action rifles and stuff like that in the future. And um, yeah, I think I think I may actually have my handguns and be done. I can I can understand that. I mean, it's it's. It, it, I, I'm probably that way with rifles. I like I have too many at this point. Like I can get rid of a couple of the 22s because the girls have picked the ones they wanted. I have a short ranged rifle that is the one I would use because there's nothing. There's not a damn thing wrong with a 44 lever action Marlin. I mean, it's just like it, what would you get? It's significantly better than that. Well, I've got the Henry, and I don't know if I would call that better, but I do know that I put that. Uh... Like bike seat, bike seat gel pad on the, uh, the the end of the stock, so it wouldn't pop my shoulder out when I shot it next time. <laughs> What's that, Chamberlain? Forty-four. Oh, oh, that's right. You do have a forty-four. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it, that that was the one that that caught me by surprise because I was under the expectation that it would take some of the kick out of it, being the fact that it was a big, heavy Henry rifle. Um, and was not braced mm. properly and found out that I was wrong. Yes. Once again, one, once again, notice the history here, wrong. I was wrong, too. <laughs> um, and uh, my chiropractor had a field day putting my shoulder back in. Um, so I bought one of those uh, gel pads to go over the butt to even get a little bit more cushion. Sure. And actually, actually, it's great now. But at the time, it was the first one that was kind of like, ooh, I was not expecting that. <laughs> that was wrong. I've got to go home now. <laughs> and, and, and I had to put a red dot on that thing anyway, because for the life of me, I could not figure out how to, how to hit anything with the buckhorn sights. You know, I, I've heard that uh, from multiple people. I and, and I tried everything. I tried adjusting them up and down, left and right, you know, left. And right is a pain in the ass with buckhorn sights. Um, uh huh. I, I I can't hit anything with the buckhorn sights. I put the red dot on it, and it's kind of like okay, now I can hit something. Um, but <laughs> I try I tried standing. I tried sitting at the table bracing it. I, I it, yeah, but buckhorn sights just do not work for me, or at least not on that rifle. I well, you know, I I've got open sights on the uh, you know just regular old iron sights on the uh uh. uh marlin and they work great you know but again i'm shooting probably the longest shot i've ever taken with it is 75 yards you know yeah no i, I was going at 50 <laughs> okay those really didn't work for you then no not in the least <laughs> you're like no no not even a little bit it sucked <laughs> Yeah, no. As I said, I changed out to put put a uh, a rail and a, a not even a good red dot, a cheap ass red dot. It's almost like offensive that I have a, a red dot that cheap on top of my Henry rifle. Um, and um, yeah, it worked fine. Yeah, you're like, oh yeah, no, it cleaned right up for me. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It, it, as I said, it's it's kind of one of those ones where I'm hoping nobody actually sees the red dot I put on there and. And you know, screams you know, blasphemy. Isn't that twenty like bucks that. on Amazon? Shut up. <laughs> I, actually, yes, it's exactly what it was. Oh no, I know, I have that one. By the way, <laughs> but hey, up. hey, hey, the sucker works. Hey, it works. Okay, I I completely agree. I put it on one of my twenty twos. I'm like, wow, this is great. 
<laughs> this works fine. Yep. I, I put it on uh, the 22 Fieldmaster we have, the pump action 22. It's freaking great. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. But I was like, where did you get that? I'm like, it's not important. <laughs> 20 bucks on Amazon. Right. It's freaking it's fine. You know, and if it breaks, okay, buy another one. I'll get another one. I don't care. You know, if it comes out of alignment or breaks or whatever, yeah, the batteries. I'm not buying a new battery for that. I'll just buy a whole other site. <laughs> so sad. I know the exact one you're talking about. Uh, but uh, and then I he laughed at me, but I noticed that this time when he pulled his seven hundred dollar Browning twenty two automatic out, it had the twenty dollar cheap ass <laughs> from Amazon on top of it. Uh huh. So I'm like, uh huh. Yeah. Okay. I, I I see how it is now. All right. All right. But uh, yeah, it's I I totally get where you are with that. But uh, I I'm hoping. Uh, over the next couple of, of months here that I will get some uh, decent shooting in, but I really am enjoying the, the both the 6.5 Creedmoor Round and the Savage Axis. I think it, it's just been really, really solid. It's, no, it's a no-frills gun, but you know what? It works like crazy, and it seems to be doing good. I'm going to get some long distance under my belt here and, and roll through a couple hundred rounds of, uh, of shells and just see what it does. I, I'm really excited about it. As you should be. Right on, sir. Well, you got anything else? I do not. Right on. Well, y'all, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. We will see you next time. Well, if the if we're still here. Yeah. <laughs> if Jake is still around after Armageddon election time. Oh, and I, I wish you luck, sir. Yeah. Thank you very much. On behalf of Jake Bona and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawksideguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.